and welcome back to the SpoilerCast! The show where we talk about movies and we don't care about spoiling them. Especially today, because we're talking about a movie that's 30 years old. No, 40 oh, yeah. years old! Jesus Christ! Uh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, I'm 34, 35 this year, and I'm, I'm, I was born in 89. This movie's from 1984. Yes. And it's 2024. It's 40 years old. Hey! Yeah. It's an anniversary, I guess. <laughs> it's an anniversary, yeah. Uh, sorry, my name is Tobias, and with me as always is my sister and trusty co-host, Rebecca. Hello. Hello. And, um, yeah, because of the stupid premiere date of Dune 2, Dune Chapter 2, we didn't have anything to do for this week. So we just basically Googled movies that are like Dune. And Yeah, what to watch when you can't watch Dune yet or something. <laughs> yeah. And uh, we landed on uh, the animated, I guess, classic, because it's yeah. 30 years old, 40 years old now. Jesus Christ, <laughs> I'm old. Uh, Nauska and the, of the Valley of the Wind. Yay! Yay! Yeah, I gotta open my drink as well. Yeah, yeah. Studio Ghibli, uh, Hayao Miyazaki classic yeah yeah that basically everyone's seen except for apparently me <laughs> i hadn't seen either i haven't seen a oh, lot yeah, of uh ghibli movies i've seen a couple i've seen of course everyone's seen spirited away yes um and i saw uh kiki's delivery service around the same time i think i think that's it though and now this didn't you, didn't you have kiki's delivery service? Yeah. Or maybe you rented it or no something? i have it on dvd yeah, so it's a I wonderful know I've seen movie. It too. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but this was, yeah, this is one of those. This and I guess Princess Mononoke is one of the, the one of the more famous ones. I mean, all of them are yes. basically famous, but well, yeah, those are the ones that kind of stick stick out. Um, and uh, yeah, the, movies to watch when you can't watch Dune. Ah, uh, I see the, some of that in this. Yeah. You know, there's big monsters, bugs. Yeah, there's there's <laughs> there's, a, there's desert. There's the whole you know, um, two warring nations and uh, peace loving people caught in the middle, yeah. sort of. And the uh, prophecy of a messiah-esque yeah. character. Yeah. Yeah, I guess it kind of is like Dune. Um, not as good though. Not as good as the book, I'll say. But <laughs> hey, I'll say this: this is much better than the Dune movie. <laughs> Well, story-wise, you mean. In every way, basically. Uh, but hey, hey, Music? I'm 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 jumping ahead. I'm we're gonna do this the right way. What sure. did, what did you think of Nauska of the Valley <laughs> of the Wind? I thought it was pretty good. Um as as per usual when you watch a movie in a language you don't understand, it's a little bit confusing and I did have to rewind because I felt like I blinked and I missed some things. Yeah, because they said something. I was like, "Wait, what did you just say?" I, I didn't yeah. follow, kind of thing, which always throws me off a little bit. Um, and <laughs> I kept getting bothered by the fact that Nausicaa is uh, half naked and showing her ass all the time. <laughs> she is wearing pants, though. Is she? Those are, are tight. Sure? She's wearing leggings. Yes, yes, yes. It looks very strange. They should have been know. another color. <laughs> In the beginning, I was like, "Oh, come on." I know really? Japanese people are kind of, you know, you know, pervy. You know, pervy. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but not not Miyazaki, right? 
But yeah, she's just bare-assed flying around. It's like, yeah. oh no. But then at some point you do see her take the whole the dress thing off and you're like, oh, those are pants. And he had like an undershirt on. Like, I didn't I didn't really <sighs> connect that. I was like, did she just put on pants where you couldn't see him? I, I don't know. <laughs> but yeah. It was weird to me. It was a, it was a little you know, I was I was thrown off immediately, but you know. I forgot as, as soon as the whole, you know, doomsday plot started. <laughs> yes. Uh, but yeah, overall, pretty pretty solid. Not my favorite movie. No. Out of the ones I've seen. Because I've seen a oh. few, I realize. Okay. Because um, I've, uh, last year, started, re- started watching uh, some of the ones I haven't seen yet. Um, so I added, like, My Neighbor Totoro and House Moving Castle. I rewatched Bearded Away because I haven't seen that in a while. Uh, I didn't get to Princess Mononoke yet, but I'm, I'm dying to see that one. Mm. And it's not, so far it's not my favorite out of the ones I've seen. Which one is your favorite of the ones you've seen? <sighs> Spirited Away is really good. Okay, I have to re because I haven't watched that since it was new, so it's like over 20 years at this point. Yeah. Uh, I really... Uh, yeah, I, I want to watch Princess Mononoke. M- mostly because I think in the English dub, uh, Ewan McGregor plays a role. Or does a voice over. Possibly. Yeah, I think that was... Also, she just looks really badass. Yeah, that too. The wolf oh my the, god. The fur. Keith David is in it. Gillian Anderson. Hello. <laughs> I never watched him with an English dub. No, me, me neither. Because it feels uh, blasphemous, almost. <laughs> yeah, when you when you when you have subtitles, why not experiencing it in, in 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 its correct original form language? Yeah, but this one I might because hey, Gillian Anderson. I mean, you can watch it twice. <laughs> yeah, exactly. If it's good, um, but then I heard. I mean, like we said, mo- most most of the Studio Ghibli movies get like great reviews. I yes. think. I think like. Has he ever, or they, have they ever made a movie that would, like, flopped? I don't know. Nah, I don't think so. Is there any, like, hold on. Is there, like, studio a studio failure, Ghibli, <laughs> like, ranking? Let's see if anyone, like, yeah, this movie's actually pretty bad, or something, you know. Rotten Tomatoes has a, has a list. Yeah, we're, we're, we're veering off the... The Hinauska discussion right away, because whatever. Um, We'll get into it. We'll get to it. Uh, Hold on. (laughs) This is... Okay. Well, obviously, some movies we haven't even heard of. Uh, No, I have heard of that one. Um, So this is just ranked by the tomato meter score, then. Um, Sure. On top is The Tale of Princess Kaguya, which... Is that a... Movie or a short? I don't think that's a Hayao Miyazaki, though. It's a Studio Ghibli. Yeah, but he basically... Oh, I thought he made all of them. I don't think so, no. He's not, like... No, that's... Okay, Official yeah. director or writer or whatever. That's true. Um, For all of them. Oh, okay. He is He is the owner of the production company, I think. So maybe... He was. So, Isn't his son the owner now? I don't know. Something? Um, yeah, it's, it's directed by Isao Takahata. Yeah. And written by him and Riku Sakaguchi. Um, I'm just, at the moment, I'm just looking at Hayao Miyazaki as a director, but if you look at him as that, as writer, sure, they add a few more. Yeah. But mo- mo- most of them are, though, 
I think are Miyazaki movies. But so, but the Studio Ghibli ranking is then that's that's on top, a hundred percent. Then um, from nineteen ninety one, only yesterday, also that's a hundred percent. Is that a hey Isao Takahata as well? But I think this is one of those that it's from nineteen ninety one, but I think it was like recently uh, dubbed because the actors are. A Daisy Ridley and Dev Patel. So I don't think that they dubbed it in 1991. <laughs> new. She was barely <laughs> Most born. Probably not. Um, then it's Kiki's Delivery Service in 98. This is why I don't like Rotten Tomatoes. I don't understand why everyone goes by Rotten Tomatoes instead of uh, uh, Metacritic. On the third spot is Kiki's Delivery Service, 98. Yeah. Well, on number four is Grave of the Fireflies at 100%. Yeah, what? And then but at number five they... is Spirited Away, 96. Number but six... There's two different scores on Rotten Tomato, right? Well, there there it's is... like the audience score and the tomato yeah, score. Yeah, but that's on, that's on, that's on uh, Metascore as well. Metacritic as well. Uh, that's true. But what do they base this list on, then? That's what's so dumb the about this. audience score or, or the No, it's, it's on a tomato <laughs> score, the critic score. The problem yeah. is... Um, the way they rank it, they don't actually go by percentage, they just go by fresh or rotten. Ah. So you, you could give a movie like a, a like pretty bad like 60 out of 100, and they'll say, ah, that's fresh. But a 90 out of 100 isn't fresh as well. There's no like, yeah. oh, whatever, but <laughs> fuck it. Boy, fuck it, you know what? Back to the movie. <laughs> okay, yeah. What did you think of it? Oh, I fucking loved it. <laughs> there we go. By the way, according to list, this list, it's on spot 18, right between uh, Whisper of the Heart and below it, Ocean Waves. Anyway, oh, I loved it. Um, like I said, I was a little uneasy or, you know, in the beginning. And honestly, for like the first 40, 45 minutes, I was like, they don't really, there's not really much of a plot. No. It's a bit of a slow start. Yeah, they get they get invaded by whatever they're called. Well, there's a there's a, a Turumuru something something to, ship. Tokomelkio, whatever something, they're called. Something with a T. The big knights. But then they find and then there's the, the Pejite uh, people. Yeah, and the Peju princess is on that ship for some reason in chains. Yeah, well, we find out why. Because the they're basically going like, well, we're going to fuck everything. We're going to take over the world. And then we're going to use this uh, this uh, warrior, giant warrior, the last of the giant warriors yeah. to wipe out the uh, the insect threat. Because that's that's the whole story. This is a post-apocalyptic world where uh, uh, basically everything everything died. Um, there was a, a a sea of decay, which is basically just a, a, a forest spreading toxic spores that kills everything. Yeah. Because you know it started growing because mankind, you know, over, were overpopulated. We we industrialized the entire world, and now slivers of mankind survived after the seven days of fire, where these giant warriors were used to wipe out most of the the bugs. But the bugs yes. survived. <laughs> we barely. And now that the Tolmekian in English. Yeah, Tolmekian. Tolmekian is trying to use the final uh, 
a giant warrior to wipe out the Sea of Decay, the, the insects. But yes, Nausicaa... The last of the toxic forest. Yeah, the princess of the Valley of the Wind. The one, like, society that kind of embraced this new world and actually lives in harmony with, you know, what nature is left. Not the Sea of Decay, the rest of nature. Yeah. She 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 desperately tries to stop the, the Tolmeki and the Pejitel from fighting each other because yes. it's just going to lead to more disaster, basically. Yeah. So we follow her on her desperate attempt to stop the war. And yeah, it really, really kicks off when, uh, yeah, after she gets kidnapped or they get taken over by the Tolmeki and, um, and they crash in the Sea of Decay, the big forest... And her yeah. and a Pejitel soldier. Prince? But he's dressed as a soldier. They never really explained that. He, technically, he's the princess's mentioned... brother. Exactly. But they don't say he's a prince. Maybe he's one of those, yeah. like, I, I'm going to throw off my, my um, whatever it's called, my duty and be Royal... a soldier. Royalty, yeah. yeah. <laughs> my title. Either, yeah, either way, they realize that below the Sea of Decay, you know, there's actually, like, a sprawling, like, living forest. Yeah, because she has figured out that the water and the soil that is, like, filtered by the poisonous forest or whatever actually is super clean. Yeah. So the, the bugs aren't trying to destroy the world. They're just protecting what's beneath the Sea of Decay. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and, yeah, that, that, that's the plot, basically. Basically. Uh, and what ensues is then at, at that point where, where they actually start, like, we have to stop this war is a, 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 a fucking race against time, a desperate race against time. <laughs> and it's it's so... It's so overflowing with drama and emotions and amazing action sequences. Yes. Like, this is... this is. I don't watch a lot of anime. I don't watch anime at all, really. I think in the last... Neither, yeah, 20 honest. years, I've seen Spirited Away. I know I saw Steam Boy around the same time. Uh, uh. <laughs> the only one Anything I remember else? specifically from like when we were younger is the one you had, which is Sprigan. Sprigan, but that was technically before that. It sure. was ninety eight or like ninety nine, so around true, the same time. But yeah, and then I saw a few episodes of Cyberpunk Edge Runners recently, which was actually pretty good. And then it's this. That's all I know of anime. I mean, I've watched some, you know. Adult anime, but I'm not going to talk about that. <laughs> Can't mention that on, on these platforms. It's grown-up anime. Sure, sure. Um, that's not the same thing, though. Um, no. <laughs> but this this really, for my, my, my limited knowledge of anime, this really embodies what makes anime good, which is, uh, first of all, since it's all animated... The scale is off the charts. Everything is oh, so yeah. fucking big. The big fucking flying ships. Um, the ohm. The ohm. The 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 army Giant of bugs. millions of bugs. Um, and like I said, the action sequences. The scene where Yupa, the like elder like wizard character, yeah, when he jumps off the plane. And we've only heard they've talked about the legendary swordsman Yupa. We never see him yeah. fight though. Like, he's oh, old. it's you! It's you! Yeah, and then he jumps on the plane. To fight the Pejitel uh, soldiers. I mean, it's not very long, but god damn! And just that... All the poses, like how every shot is like every frame of painting, you know? This yes. is definitely every frame... I mean, literally every frame of painting, haha. Yes. But it's so good looking, and the animation <laughs> is so good! 
Um, and like I said, the 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 the, the voice act, the music, is a little all over the place. It was never yes. bad, but sometimes like the, oh, what is the this? one music I I reacted to mostly was the one they kept repeating and they kept reusing it. Yeah, it was like a theme. Yeah, and it's like it didn't really fit. Are you thinking of that? Nah. La 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 la, or the other one, the big no, the other one. swirling uh, symphony thing. Yeah, the other one. I really liked uh, whenever there was like scenes of bugs. They almost played like some sort of dungeon synth, like that was awesome because I because I like. It was very, it was very, it was very eighties. Very eighties. Yeah, lot lots of bad, like poorly produced snares everywhere. Doom. Yes. Doom. Yeah, it's a yeah. Which I, I I appreciated to be honest because it isn't it's in the eighties obviously. <laughs> yeah. Uh, <laughs> but it felt a little bit like it didn't really fit this beautiful, almost magical world of of like nature and stuff. It felt very cyberpunk. Yes, but in the eighties. Yes. It's like a bit ill fitting, but I, I didn't yeah. dislike the music. No, no, it was still good. Just didn't fit perfectly. Yeah. Um. So I I gotta say, maybe maybe this won't be a long episode. Uh, no. But I gotta say, I I have I have basically nothing to cl- complain about. I won't say it's a five out of five. No. But it's fucking close. Some maybe some pacing issues in the middle, but other than that, I thought this was a wonderful movie. I think I expected more of the um like the 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 more the magical stuff with like you know magical creatures and friends and okay having like uh, imaginary people and and stuff like in spirited away yeah, or my like neighbor yeah um it was more it was almost too grounded even though they had like weird technology obviously yeah and i i i read a little bit on on um, letterbox and a lot of people agree that this is basic this is probably Miyazaki's like darkest story, like his. Yeah. Even though it, it, it I mean, in the end, <clears throat> it's it's really a story about hope and how you know yeah. hope and, and and love conquers. I mean, e- even war, you know, conquers everything. Sure, and you need to. It, it's a bit of a you know preserve the earth we have kind of thing. Oh yeah, definitely. Destroy it and all that stuff. Um, it it's, is it is super dark at times. Sure, but I mean, so is <clears throat> so is parts of Spirited Away as well and. Yeah, but uh, this is more like violent, like. Yes, that's what I'm saying. It's because it's more, it's more realistic, more grounded. Yeah. You can accept darkness when it's a random monster eating everything in its path. Yeah. But when it's like, oh, pollution and uh, humanity destroying their home planet, ah, damn, that hits a bit too hard, too close to home. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I, I, yeah, <laughs> I saw someone someone t- say uh, the review was like now Scott telling you to wear a mask. So I guess that they Basically. wrote that like two years ago. <laughs> oh, someone. Yeah, but it, it's it's that, and it's like yeah, like I said, it's the whole save your planet before you destroy it completely kind of thing. Yeah, because the 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 people of the valley they've figured out how to live in harmony with the forest. Yeah, even if it's poisonous, because they've harnessed the wind. The, the wind. wind. The wind. <laughs> The wind to, uh, you know, uh, make sure that they don't get the spores too close. And if they do, they've figured out a way to only burn the spores and not the crops. Yeah. A bit they magical. live sure. They live more or less, not in harmony, but they, they don't, like, 
the the bugs don't bother them, and they don't bother the bugs, which yeah, exactly. the other the other nations don't seem to understand. Neither is a threat to either. <clears throat> yeah. Um, but the other the other nations are so they're so blinded by this like, um, this uh, not not greed, this- but this like we need to rebuild instead of like live like use what we have. So they're they're also, they're ready to like destroy destroy everything that's left only to like we're humans this is our planet like, yeah but the, yeah you know. they also like they um in comparison to Nausicaa they didn't they haven't done their research they haven't even looked at the poisonous forest yeah they just went that shit's poison let's burn it yeah. <laughs> before it poisons us instead of like she did experiment and realize oh they're cleaning yeah that's all they do yeah. Yeah, it's a very, very like pro nature message. Yes. Um, which is good, and th- I mean, I mean, yeah. This this is this is a textbook uh, example of how you do a kind of like morality story um, without it feeling forced. Like, imagine if this was made in twenty twenty, and it was made by Disney. <laughs> It would be so bad. Because it would be so much like, oh, you don't understand. All you want to do is destroy. I'm the one oh, making yeah. the right decisions. Like, there's there none of that like, here. At least three speeches ba- made by the princess going like, no, no, you need to listen to the forest. You need yeah. to actually. She doesn't have time at all to explain this to anyone. No. Except for she men- mentions it to um, uh, Yupa, I think. Yeah. When he finds her little dungeon yeah. experiment underground garden thing, because the little the little the little Pikachu no <laughs> Pokemon looking thing. It's a squirrel fox. <laughs> yes, that one. Teto. What did you call it? Teto. Yeah. Teto. Um. <laughs> shows shows the way. Basically. Yeah. Yeah. Also, there's so much uh, so much show don't tell in this movie. Like how she she's just accepting of every. I mean, even even the the Tolmeki and the Pejitel, she kind of accepts them as well. Oh yeah. Because in the end, it's it's better to. I mean, she's basically Jesus. Yes. I, I, I was thinking there's a little bit of a Mary Sue in her, but but <laughs> there's more of a Messiah. <laughs> yeah, but she does she does in a way fail several times. She gets shot down. Oh, yeah. She gets kidnapped. Um. Uh, the bugs just run. Spoilers for a forty-year-old movie. The bugs just run her over. She literally yes. dies. Yes. But then but you know, the baby bug does go. Hey, hold yeah. up. She was actually nice to me. And that's and 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 she she never like uses this power she has of the plot armor, Mary Sue armor, to like tell people like, "Fuck you, you're bad." And there's no finger wagging. No. All she just is, she's the she is uh, the the best possible example she can be for everyone else. Yeah, and that's what makes her such a great character. Lead by example. Exactly. <laughs> Thank you. She is she's a leader, not a boss. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and it's so just proves how simple yeah very refreshing to watch but it also shows how simple it can be to 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 uh, convey a message a message we see a bunch of in movies nowadays without it feeling like forced or like you know you're blaming the audience like you morons you're ruining everything do this instead no just 
Just make us believe in the person doing the right thing. So we want to do the same thing. Inspire yeah. us. Don't bark at us. It's wonderful. I want to. Yes. I want to be a fucking forest warrior now. It's that easy. <laughs> you want to learn how to hang glide with your oh, bare ass. Definitely. <laughs> <laughs> oh. No, it's it's uh, yeah. It was very. <laughs> Saying that about a forty-year movie, very refreshing. But yeah, yeah, I hadn't no, seen it before. That's and, the thing. Yeah, it's 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 very which makes it even more interesting because it is a forty-year-old movie that had like the, the formula perfectly done by then. Yeah, why are we still making the same mistakes then? We have <sighs> yeah. the blueprint. Yeah, what fucks the issue. It's 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 because it's because modern movies they kowtow to the uh, the the loud minority. Sure, and they're they're scared they're scared of, of of not doing the right thing. Yeah, Hayao Miyazaki doesn't care about that. Have you seen like interviews with him? He's so <laughs> he's just little. It's just little a little dude sitting in his studio drawing, and then he makes he makes ramen for his animators, and then he goes out and he yeah. smokes like a pack of cigarettes a day, and like oh, I like to. Have you seen the one where he talks about his hobbies? No, I, honestly, I haven't seen oh, okay. any of them, but I've heard. Yeah, his, his, <laughs> one of his hobbies is to go around in the town I think where he grew up, where the town he lives in now, and photograph the old buildings, uh, because each year they fall apart a little bit more. So he just keeps photographing them until they eventually oh, that's disappear. Fascinating. Because that's what though. everything does. Everything just disappears. But at least I yeah, can so see you need to capture pictures. It. Yeah. Oh. And there's that's kind of fascinating. Yeah, he's such an interesting guy. Um, so he doesn't have time to like question like, oh, are, is Twitter gonna hate my movie? No, he doesn't give a fuck. Doesn't he doesn't care. even know what Twitter is. Probably, that's nah, me. Now nah, I'm speculating. But anyway, wait, is he still alive? Are we I sure? I think so. Yeah. Shit, I, I hope just, so. I just had this weird because I remember hearing that his son had to like take over the company or something. Well, he's pretty old. No, he's still alive. But he's alive. Maybe he, he is. You know. But uh, the last maybe his son only like took over parts. I think so. The last time he animated something was in two thousand ten. Yeah, and that was just storyboards. I think that's what he does. Um, but I think he, yeah, he wrote, he wrote the latest Studio Ghibli movie, uh, the Boy and the Heron, which I heard was a great movie as well. It came out last year. Oh yeah, we need to see that one. Yeah. Yeah, maybe he just handed over like some of the business stuff. That I he think so care too. As much about because I mean, for- or I just misheard. I don't know. I might be misremembering everything. He's he's eighty three. So yeah, I can see if he wants to slow down a little bit. <laughs> yeah. Um. No, but it's just, just, just he like it's so it's so obvious that he tells the story he wants to tell. Yes. There's no like what's popular right now, because that's also kind of funny. This came out in eighty four. Um, and there's, there was a huge, like, uh, boom of, like, eco-adventures in the early to mid-90s, both in animation and in live-action movies. I mean, you had so many movies that, that talked about the environment. Like, in, in animation, you had Fern Gully, uh, you had Pocahontas oh, yeah. in 95, which was, you know, about, about nature, but also about, uh, you know, indigenous yeah. peoples. But there's a lot, a strong message about. Yeah, it. and I mean, yeah. I mean, look at look at like all blockbusters from the '90s. Uh, you have Waterworld, 
which of course is the world where the ice caps have melted. <coughs> yes. Um, you have uh, you have Independence Day. Yeah. Where where you know it's a, it's an it's an outside threat, but it's it's um. They they like they like they fight they they fight the threat with a virus, yeah. Um, and there's the whole thing about what if we what 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 if are we are like the the whole nuclear thing like what if we use nukes yeah. which they do which is insane in that movie. Huh. Um, fucking Twister, we're like yeah. you know what tornadoes are dangerous. <laughs> <laughs> um, there's a bunch of bunch of more uh, bunch examples. Of more? Bunch more examples. Bunch more. But this this came out before just before that. You set the trend. Yeah, yeah, you see? No. Has he ever won like an Oscar? No, he hasn't. Right? Yes. Yeah. For Spirited oh Away. Uh, that's well, kind of when. He, that's also kind of when he broke broke oh, yeah, through into um into the West mainstream. West. Yeah. I think he won, right? Yeah, he has won one Oscar. Yeah. Uh, well, they, yeah, they were nom- they. He was nominated this year, or last this Oscar. He's nominated. But the boy in the heron won something, right? I did it? Is, has no, it was the Oscar nominated been yet. Oh, it's nominated. <laughs> oh, this... The winners out. Oh, right for this for this Oscar. Yeah. Yeah. Uh. Yeah. Oh yeah, House Movie Castle was also nominated. Yeah. He got a a honorary award in 2015. That's understandable. Yeah, it's nominated for best animated feature. Yeah. Which I guess it won the Baf- uh, BAFTA this year, uh, Boy and the Heron, as well as Spirited Away in two thousand four. Yeah, and Critics Choice Award. Ah, nominee. Oh, that's cool. At least he's got Western recognition then. Yeah. Not just from the. Uh, anime fans, but like in general. Yeah, yeah, he 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 is he is broken broken through to the mainstream, definitely. Uh, it's it's uh, it's also it's also funny. Now I'm thinking of I'm I'm mixing up Studio Ghibli with Miyazaki because Studio Ghibli does release a lot of movies. Yeah. Uh, I was just thinking, like, because Disney releases so many movies, and most of it is pretty bad nowadays. Imagine if they did <laughs> what Studio Ghibli did, and just release, like, one movie every couple of years. But that's not really true. No, that's not true. However, if you look at the, like, general scores, Ghibli movies get a lot better scores than Disney movies nowadays. Sure. I think it's, uh... Yeah, I, 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 I think, like I said, from my limited knowledge... Of uh, Ghibli movies, I think it's more. It's definitely more of a focus on storytelling and less of a focus on doing what's popular. Yes. Which is which is where so many studios here in the West have have gone wrong. Yes. Space Adventure Cobra. Filmography on the um the (laughs) GhibliCollection.com. We have so many movies. Yeah. Um, Some that look very random, but I'm adding a bunch of these to my watch. <laughs> but uh, yeah, it's only been half an hour. But I had I had some issues. Oh yeah, with yeah. The I was story, gonna ask. Was there something honest? you didn't really like? I felt it was a bit. Um, 
people around them were a bit... Or, if it's the people or if they were trying to make the studio audience feel kind of dumb but like when they mentioned when uh, what was her name Baba Yaga <laughs> um, um, Obaba Obaba yeah. told the whole um, um, prophecy prophecy of the person in blue landing on a field of gold I was like yeah but now Sika's wearing blue and she's she's flying over golden sand all day isn't that her then yeah it was, I, but that's not what they meant. Which is weird. <laughs> I was like, but she's wearing blue. I, guess so. I was time. I was so immersed in the movie that I didn't even make that connection. But then when that happened in the end, I was like, oh! Like, yeah, we know. She's no, wearing it worked, blue, it like worked perfectly. 90% of the movie. <laughs> it worked perfectly for me. Because I. this is a perfect example of where I was so... Uh, ensconced in the movie that I, I had no time to like try to nitpick or find like oh so that's what they were taught I was just like yeah yeah this is this is <laughs> that which is also like a perfect sign of of a movie that is good because I, I don't have time to like be critical no, I, I don't think I was critical I was like when as soon as they mentioned blue I was like she's wearing blue it's her yeah. obviously yeah oh, I mean obviously she was the the hero so the protagonist yeah but like she's already wearing blue have they, how have they not figured it out yet <laughs> but it's, it's her, her. <laughs> because it's a guy in the picture oh uh, yeah that's true and they didn't even make a thing of that <gasps> it wasn't a man it was a woman no it was just no, no, oh no. It, that's the oh, prophecy <laughs> yeah see how easy it is see how easy yeah. it is to have a strong independent female hero I, I, I promise like, you they constantly Praised her for being like, oh my god, you saved us! Hey, you're you're fixing this! Oh, yeah. you're so good! We like you so much. No one mentions, but you're a girl. I, I promise you, could, you could show this to any like fucking weirdo YouTuber, you know, commentary guy, and he would love this movie. Oh yeah. Some would say, oh, it's a girl, because they actually have a problem with girls for some reason. There are, of course, yeah. misogynists out there. Yes. But I think a lot of them are just like they're just angry at the you know the finger wagging and the. Um, the, the politicizing of everything. And yeah. this is not that. And no. uh, I, I, just, I just wish more movies were like this. <laughs> Maybe I need to stop watching. Uh, I need to watch more anime or at least more Studio yeah. Ghibli movies. See, we're watching more Studio Ghibli movies then. Oh, definitely. This year is Studio Ghibli. <laughs> yeah, I suppose. Yeah. No, but I, I have some catching up to do. <laughs> yeah. No, but I at least want to watch. I just want to watch the bigger ones. I want to watch Ponyo. I always oh, found yes. that it's on my list. poster weird. It's like a little girl under I, a big uh, jellyfish I, or something. I had to like look at the trailer because uh, when before I decided which one to watch the last time, so I was like, I'm watching the trailer to decide which one. Yeah. Um, I ended up with My Neighbor Totoro, um, but I watched the trailer for for Ponyo and I was like. Hold up, that's not supposed to be a girl. It's just a jellyfish. <laughs> what? But it looks like a girl. And that's how jellyfish look in that world. What? So she is? She's just a jellyfish, I think. Oh. <laughs> if if I understood it correctly. Okay. I mean, I could have completely misunderstood the entire thing. But I, I just like, it's just a jellyfish, I guess. And it's because it's the boy's imagination that makes her look more human or something. Oh, okay. <laughs> or maybe she's like the jellyfish princess. I... <laughs> oh, and then I—it's like with—it's like with my neighbor Totoro. He's, you know, he's not really there. He's just an imagination. Yeah. Or is he? Or is he? Yeah. You know, uh, the little soot sprites. Like, are they actually there when they're running away, or is it just dust in the wind? Well, we have a perfect excuse to watch at least my neighbor Totoro this year because 
you heard of the movie If coming out this year? Yeah. Written and directed, I think, by John Krasinski, which is a movie about a girl yeah. whose imaginary friend becomes real. Yeah. It's an imaginary friend. If. Yeah. <laughs> Like my neighbor Totoro, isn't he like an imaginary yeah. friend? Yeah. So we'll basically we'll make that connection more, later on. It's like a it's like a collective imaginary. Oh, okay. Yeah. Sort of, because I think at least two people actually see him. Uh, but it's still, you know, it's a it's a beautiful metaphor for you know finding support where you can't when 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 you need it in in the most weird places yeah. and. Children having a vivid imaginations when they're going through life crisis yeah. and all that stuff. One movie I really want to watch, mainly because it, it just the plot sounds so fucking weird, is uh, Porco Rosso. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, the Red Baron, but he's a pig. Yeah. What? <laughs> that is also one of those, like, I've seen the poster and I'm like, what the heck? <laughs> What is this? It's a mustachioed pig in a plane going. I mean, An I'm Italian sold. World War One fighter ace, but he's a pig. He's cursed <laughs> to look like an anthropomorphic pig. Yeah. Well, should we read some reviews? I don't really have much else to say. We're kind of no, but that's the, the, the. It's it's a very like we said. It's it's pretty. It's it's unique in a way, but at the same time, it's so simple. Yeah. Yeah, it was very. There's not much fuss about it. No, it's yeah, just... it's very straightforward. Yes. Um, and the the like, it's. Uh, it... There's cool details though that we could mention, like the whole the the what did I say the other nation was called? The, 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 the yeah. Her, their like princess being like she lost like an arm and two legs to the creatures or the the bugs, but she's still like fighting on, which is kind of badass. Yeah. Even though she's obviously. Scarred for life, both mentally yeah. and physically. It's understandable why she is so hostile towards the bugs. Yeah, I mean they ate her arm. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> which is which makes her like. I mean, it's it's very simple, but it's also very understandable then why she is so hostile towards the bugs and why yeah. she can't see past their violence. They literally and ate her again, arm. Yeah, yeah. And, and yet again we have a woman in a leader role, but no one mentions the fact that she's a woman. Yeah. yeah. He likes writing strong females. I think so. I, yeah, I get that feeling. Yeah, and then we have the 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 fire breathing giants or whatever they were. Yeah, and the underdeveloped one, which is terrifying. Yeah, it reminds me of. Um, uh, reminded me of the Iron Giant at first. <laughs> no, it reminds me of in Mass Effect Two when you fight the half finished uh, um, uh, Reaper, whatever oh, they're called. Yeah. The one that the collectors oh. are trying to to create, yeah, just more gooey. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it melts. Yeah. And that- it's a, it's a fascinating thing though to have this backstory of thousands of years ago. There were these giants who just vanished yeah. or like died out, and you can find their skulls in the desert. Yeah, yeah, it's somehow uh- a heart survived underground, <laughs> or like a Ugh. cocoon or something. I don't know. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. And then like grew a human from a heart. But that's also a giant. Yeah. That's also that's also very interesting and good. Yes, now we can continue. Uh, <laughs> um how there is a rich background. There's lore to this world. Oh yeah. But they only tell us enough so that we can be invested in the story that's going on now. 
Wait till we don't start asking, like, what's that giant thing? Yeah, it's it's utilitarian uh, world building. It's just enough. Yeah. It's not, we don't get we don't get bogged down in details, um, which is a, a big thing. I I recently saw. I mean, that's 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 my main problem with world building. Like, it's all this yes. lore. How about the actual story is fun instead? Like, no, but the lore. Is, yeah. Um, Filmento, which I think I mentioned before, uh, the YouTuber, the YouTube channel, he recently made a video about, um, what's it called? Rebel Moon, Zack Snyder's latest movie. Oh, yeah, 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 I watched that one. (laughs) The video? No, the the movie. Okay, I turned it off after like 20 minutes. It was the worst thing I've ever seen. I I distracted myself with other Yeah, I... just I I I want to love Zack Snyder, but I I just can't. And not with that movie. It was so bad. Ew. But um, and he 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 pointed out that, and that's really Zack Snyder's problem a lot of the times. He he wants to he wants to tell these epic tales, um, but instead of actually making the movies about those, that's always the backstory to the story he wants to tell. Yeah. Like the whole thing with the the armies and the 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 assassination of the king and the robots who fought for the king and other passives, all that that would have been a cool movie, but instead it's about this girl who works yeah. on a farm planet and these bad guys who we Used don't know who they are. One of okay, their soldiers apparently, and they go- and also there's part two coming. Yeah, and they go around picking up other people for the entire movie. It literally stops in the middle of a scene. Yeah, yeah I know. I saw the I saw the ending. I haven't seen the whole movie, but I saw that. It's like, it's what? Like, hold up. What? Yeah. And- you can't stop here. At least have a, like, and they travel into space. No, no, no. It just cuts off, basically. I mean, even, even his good movies, even, like, one of the greatest movies of all time, Justice League. Yes, I will never yes. stop fighting that fight. Uh, it has a lot, a of, lot the, of backstory, uh, excess backstory and lore that you don't really need to have explained to you that in the, in that kind of detail. Yeah, and then which is why they're so <laughs> fucking long. <laughs> and then you you have like the movie cuts off right before the big climactic battle when you know when Darkseid is about to come through with his army. And yeah. we're like, oh, we'll do that later. And we get the flash forwards to, you know, a world destroyed by Superman and Batman yep. running around in a duster being all super cool. Now we're never going to get that. Thanks, yeah. Zack. Fuck. <laughs> How about you tell the story you want to tell instead? Stop with the backstories and lore. Get to the yeah. meat. Instead, like in... Like, do like, like, how am I? Like, how am I? 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 And, you know, give us one little flashback to the silhouettes in the yeah. sky basically walking across the earth and, and they tell us how they burned it. And then make. Destroy the poison forest. Yeah. Then make the actual story interesting. Yeah. Make that the thing you want to, like, do with the cool things. Yeah. Yeah. You know, this is such a random side note, but I I have the uh, <laughs> just realized the GibliCollection.com page. When you leave that that um tab, it changes from the actual site name to come back. What? <laughs> <laughs> I, just, I just realized that as you were speaking, I was like, wait, what the fuck? Sorry. Yes, story. <laughs> yeah. Um, because you can fill, you can have cool moments. Cool moments don't have to be like told as legends they can happen right now yes like when and also they don't have to be an hour long <laughs> yeah like when <laughs> Nausicaa she pulls off like a handle she rips off a handle from the plane 
and uses it as a zipline to fly through the air to the hang glider. That was and then she like flips onto yeah. it in mid-flight. Holy shit! Or like the um, yes. thing Alan mentioned when Yupa jumps from the plane to the airplane, goes like swoosh, and his cape just goes. Wah. It was so cool. <laughs> that was it was pure pure movie magic in that moment. Yes. Like more of that. Or when the <sighs> the two planes were chasing each other, and and the clouds were that are full of wind and, and lightning, as they say, they're almost like walls. So that you can see the yeah. shadows on them, and they're like flying next to the clouds as if they're like, I mean, clouds are physical, but they're like thick here, solid. Yeah, solid. there was this like dogfight between the two things. It was so cool. Also, you got your flying ship. Which <sighs> yes, you really like. I am. I am <laughs> perversely in love with with airships <laughs> and any sort of like. You know, dirigibles and balloons and shit. So yeah, yeah, a lot of flying in this movie. That definitely helped. <laughs> um, but that was also an interesting thing that they had this whole saving the planet, saving the Earth, like the the sol- soil, yeah. basically. But a lot of the movie takes place in air. Yeah, a nice little contrast. Yeah. Oh, and did you all connected? Yeah. Did you watch the? Because during the credits, we got some. Because the movie, the the ending, so to speak, is pretty abrupt. She comes back to life, basically. The bugs bring her back to life because, like, she sacrificed herself for us. Yeah, and the baby bug goes, no, but she's nice. Yeah. And then everyone rounds up and goes, no, she's and hugs her. And then, boop, salute. Yeah. Over. Oh, oh, okay. (laughs) But then during the credits, we see them kind of, you know. They yes. make amends with rebuild. the Tolmeki, and then they rebuild. And then you see all the kids get their own gliders. First of all, yes. very dangerous. She's teaching them all to fly. To like have six-year-olds oh. without any sort of security. But also, well, fuck, that's cool. To have like a yeah. bunch of gliders just flying around. Because <sighs> that was one thing that I found thought was a little bit odd. Why is she the only one who glides like that? Because she's the princess. Yeah. Everyone else has to work in but the forest. But it makes forest. sense that everyone should learn it. Yeah, yeah. Obviously, it's pretty useful. Definitely, yeah. Hell, she managed to stop a war with it. <laughs> with the I mean, power of the wind. Up, yeah, and I mean, she did have to sacrifice her entire life, technically, but, you know, whatever. It's worth it. Minor detail. Yeah. <laughs> Just said the same thing, though. She's anime Jesus. Bugs bring your... Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yes, that is also... She's literally... Jesus, in the end. I mean, this is... I got I got strong uh, uh, Matrix vibes in the end, where she's sacrificing herself <laughs> to stop yeah. the giant ro- bugs, robot bugs, yeah. from attacking the last city. And then they... And then they, you know, they get all the tendrils to, like, grab onto her, him, Neo, Nauska. Yeah. But instead of actually dying, she comes back to life. Because this is... Yeah. That's what I wanted to talk about before. Uh... Even though there's a lot of like a lot of action, uh, a lot of kind of scary stuff in this. I mean, there's even a little bit of blood. This is supposed to be a kids' movie, right? I think so. Yeah, but I think so that that I think it's in the way like a DreamWorks movie is a kids' movie. Yeah, it works for kids and adults. Yeah. Yes, so it's not super childish. No, but there's there's enough colorful and pretty things to make children understand and have fun, but while also having you know deep stuff to make. Adults enjoy it. Yeah, but that's also. But I'm not entirely sure. I think so. What? What's the? What's the rating? Um, uh, I don't don't know. No, it's uh oh, it doesn't say it's unrated. Jesus. 
but doesn't that just mean it's basically kid friendly? <laughs> no, it means they haven't rated it. Because uh, it didn't. It, it, they it, haven't rated it in forty years. No, because it probably never showed in theaters, so they didn't have to rate it. Ah, uh, okay. But I mean, it's it's obviously meant for for children. Yeah. Children. Yeah, because it's not it's not adult. No. Yeah. Um, and that's also then why you know why it is pretty. Everything, the message is so straightforward because, you know, they still want your children to understand what the movie is about. Yes. But it doesn't feel, it doesn't feel like, like it's dumb or simplified for kids to understand. It's just told in a, in a, in a way that's easy to understand. Yeah. I think, yeah, like I said, it strikes a perfect balance between like being simple and being subtle. I'm trying to like skim through Wikipedia to see if it's technically anything, but it's. I mean, they mention the only time they mention anything that could be like telling is that it's a teenage princess. Now, she's not an adult, but she's not a child. And um, there is a redubbed version produced by Walt Disney in 2005. But I mean, Disney does stuff that's not kid friendly. Sure. Ooh. But yeah, no, I'd say it's it's um it's a bit of both. It's fine to watch for children, maybe not too young because they won't understand it. Yeah, and maybe the bugs will creep them out. Because <laughs> I have to say, the giant fucking things coming out of the bugs' mouths. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. The bugs were, and that's good because they're supposed to be scary. Yeah, because they're they're the monsters. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I just found a movie that came out in '86, two years after. Which is literally called Castle in the Sky, which is also Hayao Miyazaki. Oh, yeah. I'm going to watch that. <laughs> yes. <sighs> oh. um, also, 78 out of 100. Like, all, all his movies get such fucking high scores. I want to see Tales of Earthsea as well. Yeah, the one with the big dragon. That is that his movie as well? I think so. Oh. No, wait. Tales of Earthsea is uh, only Studio Ghibli. Oh, okay. I think. Still. I think so. Yeah, though he is. Here's the one. Oh, here's the one he he is directed. Oh, God, I was like producer. Can I see him? He directed message? Lupin the Third. That's kind of cool. Huh? He was key animator in '82 for Space Adventure Cobra. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know. I saw that. One. That sounds awesome. Cool. The whale hunt. Oh, I mean, short. that's the thing, though. He's an animator at heart, right? Yes. Yeah. Uh, secondary, like, writer, I guess. Yeah. And director. And director, yeah. <sighs> no, yeah, uh... <coughs> the more, the more we, the more we talk about this, the more I'm, I'm almost wanting to give it a five. I'm not gonna go that far, because it's not, like, even though I enjoyed it, no. it's definitely not one of my, my favorite of the ones I've seen. Um, when it comes to, to Studio Ghibli in general. Yeah. Uh, mainly because I associate it with... I want more of the fantasy... Sure. Uh, fantastical aspect. I want the flying bus cat. I want the <laughs> fucking fire that speaks to you. Or, or like, the, the little suit sprites and shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what I want from a Studio Ghibli movie. This didn't have that. The bugs were actually bugs. They were actual humans just being humans. <clears throat> we had like one little Pokemon looking thing. Yeah. Which was adorable, but 
so unnecessary. Yeah, it's it's just there it to does, be cute. Yeah, it looks exactly like one of those Pokemon's. But I, I oh yeah, I know which one you mean. It's a it's, it's a four legged. Uh, it's it's the, uh, black and yellow striped. Yeah. Oh shit. Yeah, what's that called? Hold on. It has big ears and a tail. Yeah. But I think it might be a little bit bigger. Yes. Think, it's supposed to be like much a bigger. Collar. Hold on. See if I can just... Like instead of the size of a squirrel, it's like the size of a cat or something. Or a small dog. Uh I don't, I don't uh, know which one I mean. There are a couple <laughs> ones. Jesus Christ. I just I just how, how do you describe that to try to find the <laughs> right Pokemon? I just Googled four legged black and yellow Pokemon. And yeah, that you get on fun. on Bulbapedia, which is the thing. Um, there is a list of Pokemon uh, 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 ranked array, arranged by shape. So I guess Pokemon with a quadruped. Oh Jesus Christ! Oh here we go. Uh, uh, is it Jolteon? Oh, Doesn't have the stripes though, but that's kind of it. Could be. Eevee! I'm thinking of Eevee, I think. Eevee? Or Arcanine. <laughs> or Flareon. See, there's all of them. But all of them have, like, the lo- the big-ass ears, the yeah. four legs, and the, the big tail looking a little cute. <laughs> I thought that... No, I'm thinking of Flareon. Okay. Specifically, but, like, because it's the same color scheme as well. Yeah. Yeah, they stole that from uh, Nausicaa. They probably got inspired. <laughs> yeah. But I mean, can you blame them? All of these things are inspired by other things. Yeah. Except for like this one. Stonejourner? Is that that looks like it's inspired by Stonehenge. <laughs> what the fuck? It's a big rock Pokemon. <laughs> it's just a stone. <laughs> Anyway, we're not going to talk about Pokemon now. Stop it, stop it, stop it. No, because that is a whole nother thing. <laughs> no, but, uh, yeah. Uh, this is a four and a half. This is a nine out of ten for me, definitely. Uh, I would... I would. It's it's a solid three, maybe more, but but I'm. it's mainly because I was a little bit disappointed that it, there wasn't, like, more magical stuff. Okay. Sure. But I would, I would wholeheartedly recommend this to basically anyone. Oh, yeah. And I assume that you would be fine watching this dub, to be honest. I think so too. Because it's not like it's this. It's not like. Um, it's not like it's cultural, really. It's very. Yeah, it's it's a fantasy world. When it comes yeah, to the culture. Yeah, it's a fantasy. It doesn't world. have to be uh... compared to, for example, my neighbor Totoro, which is Japanese. Yeah. Like it takes place in a Japanese culture. You need to like. Who does the? Feels like it fits. You need the Japanese culture to make it make sense. And if you don't have it in Japanese, then it's kind of weird. Yeah. Who does the dubbing? Is there any famous people? For Nausicaa? Yeah. Well, I recognize Alison Lohman, who does the, yeah, the voice for Nausicaa. Oh, yes. Patrick Stewart. Who? Is, is, Stewart is uh, Yes! Uh, Shia LaBeouf is Aspel. Oh, well, okay. Now Uma I have to Thurman. Kushana. Whoa. Whoever Kushana was. Was Kushana the bad baby? I think so, yeah. That makes sense, uh, too. Chris Sarandon, I recognize that name. Susan Sarandon. Oh yeah, maybe, that, maybe <laughs> I'm mixing it up. Uh, Mark Hamill is mayor of Pejde. Pejde. Okay, cool. But he did. He does a lot yeah. of voice acting. Though. All right, so yeah, I'm definitely gonna watch this. Jodie Benson is Aspel and Lastel's mother. Who? Jodie Benson. Jodie Benson. I don't know that is. It's 
an actress. Uh, I, it's an actress. She's sure. an actress. And a singer. <laughs> okay, yeah. So then I would... Those are I'm the, definitely going to watch this in English as well. Yeah. Just to see. But but that's the... Uh, to be honest, wait. That's the Disney 2005 dubbing. But I think that's the official. I don't think they're going to redub it for Probably. like Netflix or something, so... But yeah. that I think you might though. We we I think we talked about that that a lot of actors do get more like uh they're more expressive when they're just using their voice, definitely. Yes. Um but I I do think that a lot of a lot of the a lot of the characteristics uh can maybe get lost when you're not using the Japanese language. Cuz there is a lot could of be, could be it's it's very expressive. All the yes. all, all the the times to just scream things. Yeah. Nasuka! It's very it's very <laughs> over the top. I love it. Yamate! Yes. <laughs> that's that's very charming when it comes to Japanese movies or specifically animated. Obviously, yeah. they, I mean, no, no. To be fair, they do that in live action. We as talked well. about it recently in uh, yeah, Godzilla minus one. True. Yeah, it's it's very emotional. Yes, yeah, that works. Very expressive. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, to be honest, you see that on YouTube as well. Like, you, Japanese YouTubers okay, I don't, can be very expressive. I don't watch a lot of Japanese YouTubers. <sighs> I've only watched a handful, but they can be. Yeah. So, yeah, it might, you might lose a bit of the charm. Yeah. But if, if it's one movie that I think you can watch, oh, up, sure. it's this yeah. one, probably. Yeah, I mean, I spent I spent if, half the movie just, like, mimicking their, their yelling. <laughs> and, and before anyone says anything, lovingly mimicking... Oh yeah, it's it's you know, yes. What's the Japanese sounds funny? I'm just gonna say it. Oh, to us, but obviously, because it's, it's very different from what we yeah, sound like. Yeah, but it's also awesome. It's yes, but what's it? Mimicry is the highest form of yeah, exactly. Or I'm just thinking very poignant though, because at the time we're recording this tomorrow, Shane Gillis is hosting uh, SNL, who where he famously got fired from. Four years ago, because people found out, you know, that he had been doing, you know, the oh Japanese voice in his podcast, and they did not, um, they, they, they did not go over well. <laughs> there's a difference, though, with how you use. It, of course, but I mean, <sighs> you sitting at home mimicking the way they say specific words in a specific movie—that's just funny. <laughs> yeah, it's okay to be racist if no one hears it. <laughs> making a whole like spiel about it being like a stand-up. And all you do is funny voices. Is a little bit, come on, well, like, he, is that all you got? Uh, sure, I'm, he, he can, I'm sure he got more things than yes, that. Yes, he can be he can be a bit risque with his his racial jokes, but it's all in yeah. like good fun. He doesn't like. It's never like yeah, because Japanese people suck. It's never that, you know. No. Um, which is I have to mention yeah, though, because context that's, matters. That's one of as we, as yes, say. context yeah. matters. But that's also one of the things because I. I <sighs> Living on the internet <laughs> yeah. is terrible sometimes. I know, I know, I know, I know. <laughs> but I've seen a lot of, a lot more and more of, of um, like random people going to specifically Asian countries and just asking even older people, like, how do you feel about foreigners coming in and wearing your traditional clothing or uh, for Korea specifically wearing hanbok mm-hmm. or in, in Japan wearing uh, kimonos mm-hmm. or whatever. the Kimono, f- yeah. Is that the one? Yeah, that's the one. Most of them go, it's fascinating. It's so much fun to watch other people explore and, and learn about art. Yeah, culture. embrace their culture. Of course. Yeah. Because that's what it is. It's not them making fun of it. It's, it, it's them <coughs> experiencing it and, and like 
uh, enjoying it and wanting to learn about it. Uh, excuse me. <laughs> Are you okay? I don't know. <clears throat> From nowhere, it's got something. Don't with die. Oh, I'm fine. Don't die. Uh, the spores. Recording. I, I, I inhaled this. <laughs> Um, no, because if you... So I just want to mention that, because I, I, whenever we talk about other cultures, I'm like, the back of my mind, I have this millennial kind of thing going, ah, you can't speak about other cultures, <clears throat> you're white. No, but if you're proud of your culture, you want more people to embrace it, right? Obviously. Yeah. Obviously. At least, not like, claim it for no, your own, because that's Of weird. course not, but... but explore yes. it and enjoy it. Why the fuck not? Yeah, the, people who always scream cultural appropriation, um... There are some instances, yes, where it has been of appropriated. Course. But for the most part, that's just people with a chip on their shoulder. Most yeah. people of that culture will say, oh, that's awesome. Welcome, yeah. basically. Exactly. I would love more people come in and join the Viking culture. It would be awesome. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> and then we'll the sacrifice you as a bloody culture. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we might skip that part. <laughs> oh, you're Christian? We'll hang you. Perfect. Yeah. Anyway, <laughs> yeah, uh, well, I think we'll wrap it up there. Yes, because next week we'll have a special episode. Well, early episode. This come out. This comes out on Saturday the twenty fourth. We are watching Dune on the twenty sixth, and we're we're not gonna yes. we're not gonna wait with that review until mm. what is it the the fucking second of March? Or no, we're we're second, releasing yeah. that immediately on the twenty sixth. Yes. I've al- so you get an extra. Yeah, you get an extra because we've all. I've already seen people have been reviewing it already. I know Jeremy Johns oh. released a review. I haven't watched it, but I saw you re- 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 released one. <laughs> um, and I'm sure real <laughs> real critics have already seen it. Yeah, it has an 80 meta score. Jesus Christ. Um, of course. Yeah. So we don't we don't want to be too far behind because this is like it's early. Also, why just why why sit on it when we have? Yeah, exactly. It? Just general. Because yeah. it's a movie we're excited about. So. Yeah. Well, sort of. We're I, I am. We want to hear more of the music. Ba- definitely that. Based on the book, this is the movie where all the fun stuff happens. Yes, exactly. <laughs> oh, God. I mean, the first one was long, but this is two hours and 46 minutes. Jesus Christ. Well. Anyway. We'll, get, we'll cross that bridge when we get to it. <laughs> exactly. So for now... Thank you so much for listening. Thank you so much for watching. If you're here on YouTube, uh, hit the subscribe button. Hit the like button. Comment. What was you, what, what do you think of uh, Nauskal? And also, maybe you can tell us which which Studio Ghibli movie to do next. Yeah. And if, if you want us to... We mentioned much. <laughs> yeah, if you actually want us to heed your call, uh, tell us on patreon.com slash no magazine. Yes. Because then we then have Then we're contractually to. obligated to pick your movie. Yes. Three bucks a month, you get literally you hundreds us. of hours of extra, extra material. But that's uh, that's all for next week. Uh, for now... That's all for today. That's all for today <laughs> as well. Um, yeah, and until until Monday, next time. <laughs> we talk about Dune Part 2, um, have a good one. Bye. Bye! The Spoiler Cast is part of Please Don't Make a Scene. It is produced and directed by Tobias Vedin and hosted by Tobias and Rebecca Vedin. Executive producer is Annika Vedin. I also want to give a huge shout out to all our patrons over on patreon.com slash don't make a scene. Mom, Dad, Christopher Belén, Daniel Geiso, Mac and Mom, Laura Kinney, CK85.